1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. If you want to tell people the big news... Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
2: Yeah, burnout is officially a disease. Also, fast food restaurant employee takes a bath in the kitchen sink. It is Tuesday, the 28th of May, 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. The World Health Organization... Has officially classified work burnout as a disease. That means by 2022, doctors will be able to diagnose burnout and, in theory, prescribe something for it. Treatments, yeah. That insurance companies should cover, right? Uh, so, what is burnout exactly? The official definition by the WHO is chronic. <laughs> Work chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Mm. And there are actual symptoms, three symptoms of that. Uh, aside from exhaustion, which is one, feeling negative, cynical, or detached from your job, and the result being less efficiency and effectiveness at work. Wow. So. I love that
3: these are being recognized as conditions. There you yes, go. They are I mean obviously sure. there are physical symptoms to experiencing burnout and if we recognize it then How we, do we can treat get treatment. Though, How do we That's treat it? I was well, you saying. know there's oil? a multitude of oil? possible. There are tons of oils that can help with that. There are diffusers, <laughs> there are magical crystals, but you know <laughs> Magical crystals.
1: Here, use this jade roller.
3: Oh, laugh! Oh, laugh! What would
2: be nice is if they could write a prescription for a vacation. Here, take oh, a week off. Here's, nice. here's a note. Here's you a slip. It. Just give this to your boss, you and it. it'll be paid.
0: <laughs> that's there what we need.
2: Go. Right. Uh, let's see. Apparently, IHOP has not heard the cliche about going to the well one too many times. Yesterday, IHOP tweeted that it's changing its name again. Like it did last year when it briefly became IHOB with a B for burgers. This time they're changing their name to IHOP. Yeah, even though that's already their name,
0: they're going back. To Is IHOP? the P
3: gonna stand for something different? Uh,
2: when well, when IHOP pulled its IHOB switch last year, their burger sales quadrupled and they got a ton of, a ton of attention on social media. Mm. Uh, For whatever reason, people really bought in. This time, not so much. A lot of the responses to the tweet are people telling him to just stop or move on. (laughs) (laughs) Speculating that the P stands for, no. Who knows? A man's junk. Stop. I didn't write it. It's direct out of Mashable. (laughs) (laughs) What else do we have here this morning? Uh, one of the employees there took a Snapchat video of her co-worker taking a bubble bath in one of the kitchen oh, sinks. God. And someone else grabbed the video and posted it on Facebook. Oh, just imagine how much vile, disgusting stuff is happening at fast food joints that is not caught on camera, you know? Right,
3: right.
2: The employee who took the bath is wearing a bathing suit, and he soaks his whole body in the sink while the other employees are all watching, filming, and laughing. Mm. Wendy's says the employee who took the bath no longer works at that particular store. Uh, Wendy says, we are taking this incident seriously. It is obviously totally unacceptable. That story from ABC3 in Pensacola, Florida.
0: Mm. That was one of the things um, I will tell you when I worked there, the sinks are gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. And they have one of those like sprayer hose things oh. that I was like, if I ever build my own home, I want one of these.
2: Just to take a, like a, a shower time. bath kind of?
0: No, not to just bath in, just oh. for like the dishes part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but did you ever look at it and think I could fit in there? Well, I'm sure you could. I mean, they're big, but hmm. I didn't ever try. It's a future goal, maybe, for my next job at Wendy's. Uh,
2: Meanwhile, there's been a big trend lately for fast food joints who are introducing plant-based meat items on their menus as they get better and better, and we're seeing sales increase. More and more people are trying and liking some of these plant-based meat items. However, one chain has decided to go hard in the opposite direction. Arby's responded to a rumor that they would be introducing a plant-based meat sandwich to their menu by issuing a press release promising that they'll never do anything <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs>
2: so they take the slogan, we That's have the funny. meats, very seriously.
0: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
1: Surgery
2: Uh, Here's a quote from the press release. Contrary to reports, the chances we will bring plant-based menu items to our restaurants now or in the future are absolutely impossible. Uh, Let's see. How about some nostalgia in the food world? The newest nostalgia product on the market is Garbage Pail Kids cereal, Fritchie.
0: Oh, Oh, I loved Garbage pale. Kids. Nothing like having a bowl
1: of messy Tessie this morning.
0: That's awesome. That was one of the first presents I ever bought my boyfriend was... A garbage pail kid of Hot Scott. And it was like the garbage pail kid, and he was on fire. And really? I found it on eBay. Wow. I know. Ah. Bizarre. Do you guys remember
1: these? They were collector cards. I
0: remember them, but I never.
1: Like, it was after my They time. were pun, like it was Ronald Ray gun, and he had like a guy at a podium with a gun, like a like razor, laser, a laser guns gun. guns
0: or something. Yeah.
2: The cereal features pink crazy crisps with marshmallow barf bits. <laughs> Who doesn't want
0: a little bit of that? Right. It was uh, always a really good thing, like, if you found a Garbage Pail Kid with your name on it. Like, for How example, many different ones were there? I mean, oh, were there hundreds? There were lots. But, like, there the one I just pulled up for Jeff was called Junkie Jeff. And it would be, like, the Garbage Pail Kid at a, like, a garbage can. Six Sixes. Yeah. They were really fun. Oh, God.
2: If you want it, it's available exclusively at FYE. It costs $10 for a box. So I guess it's meant to be a, a collector's item more than something you would eat every morning for
3: breakfast. For sure.
2: <laughs> 34 year funny. old Jeremy Thomas got into an argument with his stepfather and pointed a gun at him on Saturday in Crooked River Ranch, Oregon. It's about 150 miles southeast of Portland. He also fired at least one shot, but did not hit anyone. So the stepfather called the cops, and Jeremy and his girlfriend left with their three-year-old daughter before the police got there. But then cops put out a description of his vehicle. It was a 2017 Chevy Cruze, and they got a tip from a tow truck driver a few hours later. Turned out Jeremy was low on gas, so he broke into a barn, found a gas can, stole some of the fuel, and got back on the road. But what he didn't realize was the fuel he stole was diesel. So shortly after he started driving, his engine seized up. Cops showed up, arrested him. He is facing charges for menacing, also uh, pointing a weapon a firearm at another person, unlawful use of a weapon, and possession of a firearm by a felon. Also this morning, Memorial Day weekend. This is pretty amazing, especially on Memorial Day weekend. A guy by the name of Hezekiah Perkins served in Korea and passed away earlier this month at age 90, but his only living family member is a daughter who has some health problems, and she could not go to his funeral at Spring Grove. So the cemetery... I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. Mm -hmm. They put out a request that said anyone who wanted to come was welcome. And on Saturday, uh, I I was not surprised to see so many people turn out. It was was around 400 people that showed up for it. Most of them live around here. But there's a lot of people that actually came from outside of the tri-state. One woman said she drove about 100 miles from Kentucky just to be here for it. Hezekiah was buried with full military honors and uh, someone set up a live video feed so his daughter could watch. And according to the funeral director, she was so grateful she broke down in tears when she saw how many people came out to honor her dad. Pretty awesome. That is awesome. All right. New study was looking at 7 million flights to figure out when you're most likely to get delayed. And if you want to land on time, book flights that arrive in the morning and not at night. Overall, about eighty percent of domestic flights arrive on time. That's pretty good, eighty percent, right?
3: Not terrible. That's four out of five, I guess.
2: Meaning no more than fifteen minutes later than they're supposed to. But early morning flights do get delayed just a lot less often than evening flights do. Ninety percent of flights that are scheduled to arrive between 7 and 8 a.m. get there on time. That is the best That's time really, to fly. Really.
3: If they're delayed it's probably cuz the flight crew hasn't shown up yet. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's funny cuz my niece is uh, heading off to Boston for a long weekend and I'm taking her to the airport tomorrow morning and she said, "Can you pick me up at 4:30?" I'm like, "4:30? When's your flight leaving?" And she said, "6." I'm like, "Well, at least we'll get there on time."
0: The last time I flew out that early, they did have an issue with the crew, and I guess um, they had to Uber in a crew from Indianapolis oh, no kidding. that morning. Wow. Yeah. Because I guess a lot of the pilots, there was like some scheduling issues, and some of them had had more hours than they thought. And yeah. it was just like a total bleep show. I but said, it was nice to sit and like have cocktails at the airport. Well, even at mm-hmm. six
2: a.m., she'll she'll be in Boston. You know, still in time to to get breakfast there.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah, ninety percent of flights are scheduled to arrive between seven and nine 8, seven and eight a.m. They do get there on time. Ninety percent is pretty good. Between eight and nine, it's still pretty good, eighty nine percent. And then uh, between nine and ten a.m., it's eighty eight percent. But then around noon, it starts to drop to eighty five, and by early evening, it's in the mid seventies. Uh, the worst arrival time is really anywhere between 8 and 11 p.m. when only 73% of flights arrive on time. So these are good things to know if you have a connection that you need to make and you only have an hour or, heaven forbid, 42 minutes where you got to run from one end of the airport to the other
3: mm-hmm. to catch
2: your connecting flight. Uh, but airlines basically start with a clean slate each day, and most of their planes are where they're supposed to be at the beginning of the day. But as the day wears on, more and more flights have issues and it could be weather related or mechanical issues, but these things as the day wears on tend to snowball, and if one flight shows up late then you know that ties trouble. up the gate longer <laughs> and then the next one probably will too, especially if they're going to multiple destinations. With Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. By the way, I wanted to mention there's a guy in St. Louis who's lost unfortunately who's lost both legs and most of his vision to diabetes and he was he was making his way home last Tuesday when tornado sirens went off, which just that made me think of this after seeing what all went down in uh, Dayton last night. And it seemed uh, a lot of it seemed to come with very little warning. As was the case in St. Louis when the tornado sirens went off, but no one stopped to help this poor guy until a 16-year-old hopped out of his mom's car and pushed him the rest of the way about a quarter of a mile uphill to get the guy home. But uh, can you imagine how scary that would have been?
3: I lost
1: my right leg last July. I can't see out of my right eye, and everything in my left eye is mainly a fog. This lady and uh, her son were hollering at me to, like, are you okay? I was like, hey, Mom, can... I helped this guy
3: out.
2: Without a second thought, Seth jumped out of the car and went over to him.
1: Just the greatest people, just very concerned about other people, which America needs to start doing more of. We need to be caring for each other, and we need to be helping each other out.
2: That's nice.
3: So true. Yeah, I
2: like that. Well done. By the way, another pointless Guinness World Record has been broken. (laughs) 200 balloons popped with a nail. A guy in Tennessee did it last week in 14.77 seconds.
3: Wow, that's a lot.
2: He says it took him three years of preparation to pull that off. The balloons were attached to a wall, and he ran alongside them with the nail. You want to hear what that sounded like? <laughs> sure. Pretty cool. Ready? months in the making right
3: there (laughs) that's so awesome isn't there part of you that would like to set a world record for something sure so you could have i mean when you're introduced to me hi this is my friend jeff he popped 472 balloons in 14 seconds and holds the world record
0: you guys were don't you remember when we were in la Um. and they had the largest group of people playing dance dance revolution that's true. <laughs> and you were there. That's true. We participated. I have video of it somewhere, I think. Did we I make the record? Still... I don't remember. You did make I the record. I think we did, oh, but I don't
3: know if we still hold it. Somebody may have broken it by now. Uh, this was,
0: yeah, maybe, what, 10 years ago? Yeah.
3: I just like the Ready, sound of that.
0: Set, Sounds like a, go. like a... old car.
2: Doesn't sound like a really long fart kind of, though? Now, Jeff, please. Doesn't it? Now, see, that would be a world record for... A lot of
1: you do you want to make that your goal?
0: Yeah, please.
2: Like, but it has to be continuous. <laughs> yes. That the, would be a lot of the gas. The longest, right. Ah. There you go. I think Boom.
0: it sounds like somebody that's got a bad motor on their car. <laughs> like they're trying to shift gears or something.
2: Or like the wheel. Yeah, come on over. Let's spin the wheel for prizes. Oh. Possibilities are endless. Uh, This seems like a misplaced holiday after all the grilling we just did over the weekend. But today is National Hamburger Day, guys.
3: Happy National Hamburger Day.
2: Here are four stats on our burger eating habits. According to a survey of a thousand Americans, our favorite burger topping is cheese. Yeah. Yes. 80% of Americans like cheese on their burgers. Uh, The top five besides cheese, you got lettuce, tomatoes, onions, and pickles. They did not ask about condiments for some reason. Boring. What would you like? What would you put on your... I
3: don't know. I'm just always fascinated when you go to places that specialize in burgers, you know, like Red Robin is the one that comes to mind, just how many different burgers there are on the menu and the things that they put on the burgers like, You know, I don't know if they still have it, but they used to be able to put fried mozzarella sticks on oh, your burgers. Yeah, that's right. You know, and where was the place we used to go that has since closed downtown that had the macaroni and cheese on the burger? Oh, do you remember? We took a bunch of listeners with Drew Lachey to a burger place. I don't remember, it's closed now, but oh, it's
0: yeah. I don't remember. Was that it? I don't remember. I don't
2: Uh, Let's see, favorite type of cheese to use on burgers is American, of course, because leave it to us to pick the one cheese that's not actually cheese. Uh, 65% like cheddar, however, 43% like Swiss, 40% like Pepper Jack, 31% like Provolone. Uh, Let's see, favorite burger chains in order, McDonald's, Five Guys, Wendy's, Burger King, and Steak and Shake, if you can find one. And according to the survey, the five cities that love the burgers the most, Seattle, Philadelphia, Boston, Baltimore, and Miami.
1: You know, the good sign of a good burger in my book is when you get it and it's not round. It's just like kind of a weird, blonde sort of thing. Then you know, like someone, some old lady in the kitchen, like handmade that. Patted it. Yeah. It wasn't frozen, like. Hockey potty that they put on the thing. That's what we do
0: at my parents' house. We call it the Steve Fritch Grilled Hamburger. And he does that. He buys the actual meat at Kroger and he forms them. And they even have those old school, like, little Tupperware circles that you Mm -hmm. would, like, pat and put in the thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's something about the way that my dad just grills it. It's, like, the best Mm -hmm. ever in the planet.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, and I don't uh, I'm not a gambler, so I don't really hang out at the casino, but uh Bobby's Burger Palace which
1: oh, it's is, so uh, good. pretty good in there.
2: Yeah, man, that's good stuff. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The Ooh, he's got the Mulberry Burger. Mm-hmm. Let's see what kind of burgers does he have there?
0: They're always different. Like they're named different things and they have like, you know, like the Denver yeah. has like I an can, egg on it.
1: I <laughs> can never decide cuz I always want all of them. So yes. like, when we grill out at home, I make little burgers. Mm. Like sliders? Like sliders. And then you can put the olives and mayo on one and the buffalo sauce with the blue cheese on the other one. And just a traditional on the third one. Mix it all up. Because I want all of those flavors. Yeah. (laughs) Because I
0: get overwhelmed and finally I'm just like, just give me the bacon cheeseburger. I also like that Bobby Flay puts the um, potato chips, chips, like the Lay's potato chips, kind Mm -hmm. of stacked and crunched. Yeah.
2: They'll ask you, they'll say, would you like that crunchified? And if you say yes, they'll add crispy potato chips on top for free. It's got the uh, the L A burger, which is avocado relish, mm. watercress. Yes, that's kind of an. I
0: topic. love that one. Yeah, that's a good one.
2: The green chili cheeseburger with queso sauce and roasted green chilies. I
3: love that Jeff's opened the menu.
2: Pickled red onions.
0: <laughs> mm. Good stuff. What huh. are you
2: guys doing after What's the What's for lunch today? We should go.
0: Although I was trying to eat healthy today, I will sabotage that with you. Well, they
2: have a Fit Burger. <laughs> Bobby's Fit Burger is any burger served on baby greens with balsamic dressing. Mm. Oh, it's healthy. <laughs> then. It's fit. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we added Good. greens.
0: Good. That sounds great. Hmm. Where's the? I I think also like I do enjoy like the In and Out Burger that you can get wrapped in lettuce because that. But there's something also to me about the perfect toasted bun that just Soft makes bun. the burger really good. I don't eat a burger bun a lot, but when I do, I need it to be toasted and I need it to be like quality.
2: Yeah, we were, uh, we popped in in boker kind of last minute the other night. We sat at that counter where it's, it kind of runs in front of the kitchen so you can watch the kitchen staff mm-hmm. work their magic. I love that. And I did not see. There might be a burger on the menu. I didn't look that closely, but I, I somebody had mentioned within earshot of us that it was off menu, and they had ordered it. And uh, just watching them make that of all the things, of all the magic, all the stuff they do back there, you know, mm-hmm. watching them make the burger, especially for a to go order, like they actually have a container that is just for the bun that they do separately from the rest of the. Yeah,
0: because you can't put it all together and get squishy,
2: right? But Gross. they've actually put. Thought into it and um, yeah, it was pretty pretty awesome.
0: What about isn't it you that ordered at Mita's the hamburguesa? Isn't that wasn't that you?
2: Yeah, it's I was it like, looks like you ham- go
0: there and get the hamburger. It
2: looks like uh, hamburger USA or as I like to call it, the Hamburger zuesa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, hamburguesa is how you say it in, in Espanol.
2: Ah, I see. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean they'll make anything for you if you ask them. Yeah, can you put, uh, you know, put some scallops on that, or some, <laughs> some caramelized Brussels sprouts? Sure, they'll make it any way you want. What is your favorite weird hamburger topping? Hmm. Yeah, see, I'm pretty straightforward.
1: I like to get
2: out a jar
1: of olives, green olives, and just chop them, and then grill the burger mayonnaise and enough olives for the entire street. That's great. And just eat it.
0: I feel that same way about dill pickle. I know it's not that
1: weird, but it's it's good.
0: I feel like I have to have, like I will even put the pickles on the burger. And then sometimes if I cut it or if I take a bite, I have to put like a pickle on the bite and eat that. It's just Mm. something about that. You need a pickle in every bite. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. I was watching them when they were making the burger, they slathered the, the bun With butter and a lot of it. And then they just put it right there on the grill.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's It's toasted like that. It's so good.
2: But it was still like soft when it came off. Like when they put it on the plate, it was just that bottom layer.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's like a
2: hamburger and a grilled cheese. I will say
0: when Jeff and I were interviewing Bobby Flay, when he opened the Bobby Flay Burger Palace, He told us that his number one faux pas when it comes to burgers is, A, you have to have cheese, but B, it better be melted. Like, don't put the cheese on the burger as a cold element. So he actually kind of puts the burger down on the grill, and then he puts the cheese on top, and then he takes like a little lid and puts some water onto the grill so that the steam melts the cheese, and then he sends it out. Smart.
3: Yeah, because yeah, I'll get pretty mad if I go through a drive through and I get a burger and that cheese that's sitting on top ah! of it is just mm-hmm. cold. You can't be isn't. doing that. No. That's yeah. not a cheeseburger. It's unacceptable, really. Thanks for listening to the Q102
1: Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at com.